Welcome to Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, a show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Hello, Ari. Hi. How are uh, you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I am good. Great, Great. small talk. <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you? I had something to tell you about Harry Potter. Oh. And now I love I that you say, yeah, you got to save it for the pod. I don't remember what it was. It must have not been important in any way. Um, great. <laughs> this week, <laughs> we read chapter 31 called OWLs. Ari, what happens in this chapter? In this chapter, the Golden Trio sits their examinations, okay. their OWLs. Um, Someone, someone is um, attacked on Hogwarts grounds, or like someone is forced out. Of I, the yeah, Hogwarts two, grounds. I would say two people are attacked. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. One person is forced. <clears throat> excuse me. One person is forced off of Hogwarts grounds. Another one is gravely injured or like mm -hmm. very injured. Mm -hmm. And Harry has another vision at the while sitting his last examination. Yes. I think that's pretty much everything. This is actually, there's a lot. I took a lot of notes for this chapter though, just because I feel like there's a lot of information in terms of, just th random things that characters say, like Malfoy being like, oh, no, it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. And like there was just yeah. a lot of things that I was like, I feel like I can't leave any of this out. Like, I feel like I have to mention a lot of this stuff. That's so funny because I was reading it and I was like, I I don't know. This might be like a 10, 20 minute episode. Honestly, there's nothing that happens in this. Chapter. I just kept I was like, how much of this can I leave out? I, I did. I think I did do a good job of just concentrating mainly on like, OK, they have this examination, then that one, then this one. Like, it's sure. that's an easy way to flow through the chapter. Yeah, yeah. But I think just getting getting a little bit of the um, the culture around testing, you know, I didn't want to leave anything out. Mm hmm. Uh, so Ron, the chapter opens with Ron being in a, just a complete state of euphoria. Cause you yes. know, I had to mention the Jungkook song, um, uh, because of his game that he's won because of his shining moment that neither Hermione and Harry were actually there to see. <laughs> and he doesn't know this yet. Yikes. So yeah, big yikes. So, uh, Hermione and Harry are kind of trying to figure out how they're going to tell him. Like, they're like, mm, it's, this is a bit awkward. Like we're going to have to tell him one, we didn't see this, but also we're going to have to tell him that this situation with Grop is happening. Like, Grop. <laughs> Grop. So they are like, Oh, let's go out and study mm -hmm. um, on the grounds, like under the, that beach. I think it's a beach tree. Um, and so Ron is like, yeah, I don't know, like describing this first goal that he saved for what feels like the 10th time. He's like, yeah, so I don't know what happened. Like just suddenly in my brain, I had the thought you can do this, which I was like, oh, yes. I was proud of him just because I know he's been, 
yeah, it was very nice. So then I was like, oh, yay. And then uh, he does this thing where he like sweeps his hair back and it looks like windswept. And then Harry like starts grinning. And Ron's like, what? And Harry's like, nothing. I'm just glad we won. But he's smiling because he's reminding him of James who yeah. was sitting under the same tree like right around the time of exams. It's funny that Harry thought it was funny because the last time he saw it, it really he annoyed was disgusted Harry. with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, um, funny. We've really turned a corner on yeah. that. I Maybe guess. it's different because it's like his friend. I don't know. Like, and obviously Ron, Ron yeah. is being a little, he's, this is the first we've ever really seen Ron be kind of like full of himself. Confident. You know, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's confident. He, um, he, it's also like not to attract girls or anything no like no like, i mean he does kind of look around to see if anyone's like yeah overhearing <laughs> I, like, I don't know i was kind of living for it i was like yeah ron like you be confident i was just happy for him get your coin just yeah yeah just because of how much she's kind of been struggling um so uh yes harry is reminded of james and then uh ron's going on about how Ginny caught the snitch right out from under Cho's nose. And he's like, Oh my God, did you see her face? And then Harry's like, Oh, I bet she cried. And I was like, dude, shut up. Oh, I didn't even read it that way. And you're right. That's probably how it's supposed to be read. Ew. Uh, yeah. He was like, what did she cry again? Cause he says it like bitterly. Yeah. Um, and then Ron uh, is like, well, yeah, she did, but mostly out of anger. Cause she was just like pissed off. And I was like, and that is fine. Right. You can cry. Actually, Harry, you probably could do with a good cry. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why you're such an asshole. Listen, come um, over here, buddy boy. I'll make you cry. Come over here. <laughs> come over here. Um, so then in this moment, like he's like, but you saw it, didn't you? Like, didn't you see her face? And they're like, well, actually, no, we didn't. Hermione's like, this is my perfect segue. Uh, no, we did not see that, actually, um, because yeah. Hagrid took us away from the game and we didn't want to go with him. We would have much rather like watched the game. But Hagrid said he needed a, needed to show us something. So they tell the story of Grop. I'm not going to go through the story of Grop for obvious reasons. Uh, Ron is just completely shocked at this. Yeah. And he says, there's no way. No, that can't be real. Just hoping that that will <laughs> they'll be like, just LOL, just kidding. Um, the game was then, great. <laughs> were you I was absolutely infuriated, not with the Golden Trio, with Joe's writing of this, that it was like, well, we promised well, yeah, but we promised him. And Ron is me in this moment because he's like, Ron is us, well, you're, yeah. you're, yeah, like, which is basically what we said at the end of the last chapter. Yeah. Like, we were like, no, I, sorry, I didn't have all the information when I made this promise to you. So, no. Right. I'm going to re renege on that. Yeah. And say, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, and Ron, so Ron says basically just that. He's like, no. You're not going to help him. And it's such a simple response. Hermione specifically just saying, well, we promised. Uh, yeah, you promised before you saw that it was a 16 foot giant. Yeah, but this is how I know that I'm a Hufflepuff and I'm not a Gryffindor. Because, <laughs> baby, I don't have that kind of loyalty, honey. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But we're the Hufflepuffs are the loyal ones, bitch. Oh, right. <laughs> They're the brave ones. Uh, yeah, they're brave. 
So I just, I mean, I, I know obviously Hermione has a very soft spot for Hagrid. Uh, they all do. I don't, I don't, but yes, but like Hermione specifically, I don't know if that's enough for me to believe this. I just take issue with the fact that it's so simple to be like, well, we promised because the other part of this, why I feel like to add to my argument, why Uh I feel like it doesn't need to be this way. They don't ever actually go to Grop that I can remember until that moment with umbridge right if i'm if i will be proven wrong great but like i'm pretty confident from what i can remember i don't think they ever go out there until that moment so i'm like they didn't really need to say oh well we promised him that we would do it like it wouldn't have made a difference if they were like we can't we're okay Sorry, we just can't. How are we going to teach him English? Like, yeah, maybe because Hagrid was so emotional, they didn't feel like they could say it in the moment. But I'm like, I just have a hard time believing like they're just going to do it. There could have been a bit of them going back and forth being like, we're going to have to talk to Hagrid and tell him that we can't do this after all. And then only to never be able to do it because of events that happen in this chapter. Uh, yeah. It really bothered me. I was really bothered by it. No, it's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, it didn't bother me as much. I think because like for me, she's already, Hermione's already been sitting this, this information for like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So I think has like, like, uh, a accepted that that's her fate, but also B, I think at this point is probably still more like, but we're so close to the end of school. Like she's not going to sack him now. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. He's not gone yet. Right. Could be. I just don't buy it. Uh, So Snape is still ignoring Harry. So that means Harry is not taking any occlumency lessons. Cool. I am not really pro occlumency anyway. I think it was making it easier for I think it was making it easier for Voldy to get in his head. However, I do think there should have been a conversation had with Harry that, hey, homeboy's probably going to use this against you. So like. Yes, it's not. I don't. We don't know if like if it did make him weak or not. Right. Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that they didn't explain that, like, oh, he could start putting images in your head. Yeah. I mean, they obviously can't tell him that because that's the plot of the book. (laughs) And then, (laughs) but isn't that the great concern? Basically, like that's why they're that's why the occlumency thing started happening. No, the occlumency thing I thought was happening so that he couldn't tap into like Harry's thoughts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, like he's they're trying to cut off the connection of him having access to Harry because then he can plant stuff. In Harry's head. I don't think the second half of the equation was understood up as a possibility. By the, even the adults. By the order. I don't think okay. so. You think it's just him, them taking advantage of Harry or like uh, getting they're, I think they're seen worried from that he Harry's. Can, yes, that's what yeah. I think they're worried about. Seeing from Harry's POV. Yeah. At any time. Okay. Because wouldn't that um, also be able to teach... 
Harry to like put images into Voldy's head too? Wouldn't it work in reverse? Voldy. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, Voldy. I just don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're worried about that happening with Harry though. It's all sure, like sure. the concern is all Voldemort. Um. So anyways, other than the Occlumency thing not happening, all the fifth, fifth years are getting ready for their exams. Um, mm -hmm. It's very intense. Uh, There's some like odd behaviors coming out. Like it's uh, almost Ernie. like, I'm so sorry. It's almost like they needed to give Harry like an explanation on like AI art where you have to like zoom in on the details and be like, the hands have six fingers. That's how you know it's not a real picture. They need to do that. But like for the, the images Harry's getting of like, oh, is, how is do you what tell you're getting fraudulent? an objective POV or is it like a manufactured image, a manufactured memory mm. or whatever? But I mean that I feel like the one... I don't know if I would believe I would think that was real because it's like through Voldy's POV what this yeah. next one that he has like what he's seen before. Yeah, yeah. Things are very strange with the fifth years. Uh, for example, Ernie McMillan has said that he is studying eight to nine hours a day. Um, and <laughs> there's one day where he only did seven and a half and he's like, oh, I didn't do very well that day because I only studied for seven and a half hours. I would just like to say, I don't think I've ever studied for that long for anything ever. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do not care enough. That's why I went into like something creative, girl. <laughs> That's insane. I've rehearsed something for that long over the course of like, like it, for a, t uh, um, what do you call it? Te like tech, a tech yeah, rehearsal yeah. that was a like 12 hours. Yeah. Never studied for anything that long. And That's I never will. No, there's no way. No, um, that's too long. Uh, so Draco Malfoy is going on about how it's not what you know, it's who you know, um, which actually this is very concerning to Hermione because she's like, I'm working so hard. It is all about what I know in my mind. Um, so Draco's like, oh, well, my dad knows Griselda Marchbanks. Uh, but apparently Neville doesn't buy this because his gran actually is friends with Griselda Marchbanks which mm -hmm. I love like I was like oh my god yeah like do you know remember in um South Bend how there were the like the red hat society yeah red hat ladies yes. Yes. I can like imagine them both uh, like yeah, red yeah, hat yeah. ladies like mm -hmm. <laughs> they have like their little their little group um they wear purple Neville's like yes yeah um but Neville's like yeah I I don't remember her ever mentioning the Malfoys so I don't really buy that mm-hmm um, but there's also some like random nonsense products going around, like brain stimulant products that are probably all just like bullshit. Yeah. Hoax, hoax. Fucking, yeah. 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 Um, Scam. It's tummy time tea or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Herbalife. Herbal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Hermione, Ron's very upset because Hermione gets rid of some stuff. Uh, that they were going to buy. <laughs> like, Ron, why are you a prefect? <laughs> Get Dean up in here. Um, so the owls schedule. So the owls are going to be spread over the course of two weeks. Um, 
That's pretty much all you need to know. They, they're going to like do the uh, written stuff in the morning and take the practical ones in the afternoon, all except for astronomy, because astronomy is obviously one that has to be done at night. It starts at 11. That I was going to say. Bananas. I don't really think it needs to be that late. I refuse to believe that they can't just re-enchant a room to be the sky. And do it in the middle of oh, the yeah, day. Oh, yeah, or that. But maybe it won't be realistic. They have to actually read the real oh, heavens, sure. Adam. Okay, girl. <laughs> so, uh... What is it? It's like the the week before they're going to start. All the fifth fifth year Gryffindors are studying and then they are going to go like have their dinner in the Great Hall or they're in the Great Hall having the dinner when the examiners come in. Mm-hmm. And Hermione, of course, is the one that sees them. She like drops her fork and says, very oh, serious. is that them? That must be them. Uh, and Harry is happy to see that Umbridge actually looks pretty nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madame March, Marchbanks um, is a big uh, Albussy fan because she's like, oh, you haven't heard from Dumbledore lately, have you? To which Umbridge says, oh, no, but I'm sure the ministry will track him down soon enough. And Madame Marchbanks is such a mood because she's just straight up is like, nope, they won't unless he wants to be found. I actually was the one that examined him. I examined him myself. How old is this, this, woman? this woman? Older is old as Nicholas Flamel. <laughs> Hello, this like, is his wife. This is, yeah, this is Nicholas Lamel's wife. wife. Yeah. Um, oh my God. And my favorite thing was she said, I examined him myself, done things with a wand I've never seen before. And I just want to say, if we didn't know that this meant Dumbledore was gay, I mean, come on. <gasps> done things with Absolutely. a wand I've never seen before. <laughs> um, so the next day, everyone is very tense. Some are trying to do a, like a little bit of last minute studying in the Great Hall before. Um, and then uh, the Great Hall ends up being changed to resemble the setup that Harry saw in Snape's memory. So yeah. same setup. It hasn't changed over all these years. Uh, and then the testing begins. So they do charms first. Uh, after charms. Well, Harry. Okay. Okay. This is where I get it. I'm like, I don't know how much to say and how much to leave out. <laughs> um, so it is funny to me that Hermione wants to discuss the test like immediately afterwards. She wants to like, go through all, all of it. And Ron's like, we're not doing this. We, we just talked about test. this before. We're we not going to do it this again. This is not a thing yeah. we're doing. <laughs> um, so they end up like going in either like pairs or like groups of three. So obviously Harry's going to be with the peas. Um and they go in to perform the practical part of the exam in the afternoon. So Harry's paired with uh, the three pre's practice the practical part of the, of yeah. the, of the pit test. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Harry's paired with, uh, um, it, did they call them professors? Crap. I can't remember now. Cause it's Tofty. Is it professor? Tofty? Yes. It's professor. Okay. So Harry's paired with uh, a wizard named Professor Tofty, who Harry says, like, he has to be the oldest person there. So this is actually Nicholas Flamel's brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all, everyone's so old. Um, I also just really like the name Tofty. It's so, so cute. Why does he, what is, there's like an image of like an old actor in my mind, but I can't think of like who it is. 
But there's like a very specific energy that I assigned to Professor Leslie. Leslie. Oh, Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. Okay. That's kind of what I I was thinking. I don't think that's what I thought, but that's that's very similar. Yeah. Just like a young, he's short. He's not like Flitwick, but he's like just a short old man. He's like super bald. Exactly. And like really smiley. Yeah. Yeah. Like very kind. Mm hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so obviously he knows who Harry is, uh, which Malfoy is very pissed about. Uh, mm. But Harry actually feels pretty good about his practical exam for this. Um, they end up going to the dinner or uh, they have dinner in the Great Hall and then immediately go back to the common room to study for a transfiguration, which is the next day. Uh Harry feels all right about this one. Then they have Herbology on Wednesday. And then Thursday is Defense Against the Dark Arts. So Defense Against the Dark Arts is the first one where Harry's like, oh, yeah, I'm killing the game. And Umbridge is right there watching him and like scowling at him. This is so good. And Harry's like, hey, yeah, that's right. You watch me. Um, So Tofty is he's with Tofty again for Defense Uh Against the Dark Arts. And he's very (laughs) impressed by Harry's spell work. Uh, So at the end, he's like, I did hear tell tale that you can perform a Patronus charm. Would you do that for a bonus point? And then Harry looks like right at Umbridge and imagines her being sacked and is like, expecto Patronum. And this like giant stag comes out of his wand because he's so happy at the thought of her being sacked. And like, it's so, it like does dressage around the the room. Just like, hey, oh, sorry, just a Patronus. Yeah, yeah. I imagine it like (laughs) leaps past Umbridge and she has to like kind of like move out of the way. Um, uh, And then Tofty like uh, claps like very energetically for him. Mm -hmm. A round of applause. Uh, so Harry and Ron actually have Friday off from exams, uh, while Hermione is taking her ancient runes one. Uh, so they're just taking a break since they have the whole weekend to study. So, uh, unfortunately, Hermione is very unhappy after she finishes her ancient runes exam because she knows there's one question she got wrong already and she's very upset. To which Ron tries to comfort her by saying, well, that's just one. And she's just, she's not having it. She's just she up. literally yeah. is like the one could be the difference between a pass and a fail. And I was yeah. like, Hermione girl, Hermione, you got one wrong, not girl. one. Like, okay. <sighs> you would know if you failed it, girl, trust me. Yeah. Uh, so apparently Another thing that is making Hermione upset is that Umbridge is very angry because she's found another Niffler in her office. And Hermione's very upset yeah. about this because she knows that Umbridge believes it to be Hagrid putting the Nifflers in her office. Mm-hmm. So Harry, Harry says whatever, basically. And Hermione is very pissed. <laughs> so she's, she's fed up. She seems to go be by herself. Hermione, just have some alone time. Yeah, but also she's not wrong. Like, they are so dumb to be like, well... No, I know. They can't prove... She can't prove it. He's down teaching a class. And she was like, has that stopped this woman yet? Yeah. Hello? No, no, no. She doesn't actually need proof. Like, she doesn't. I think Hermione just needs to get away from Harry and Ron because it's like... She's just annoyed with them. Yeah. They spend too much time together. And she's already on edge. Uh, so they study for potions over the weekend and Harry's concerned about this one. Cause he's worried it's going to be rough. 
It actually proves to be okay though, because he realizes that he actually does a better job without Snape being an asshole. Imagine and sweet little Neville is also doing a much better job because he's not petrified of Snape. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harry feels like he did a pretty good job. He's like, well, I definitely didn't fail that. Uh, so there's only four exams left. And I was like, only? Only four? Yeah. That feels like it's been going on forever. That feels like so long to me. Because he, okay, Charms, Transfiguration, Defense Against the Dark Arts, uh, Care of Magical Creatures, Potions, uh, Astronomy, Divination. He has eight in total? What am I missing? Yeah, Care of Magical Creatures is left, Divination, Astronomy. Isn't that three? Oh, and then History, uh, history of, magic. of Magic. Yeah. So I think he has eight classes in total. Mm. Yeah, for some reason, when it was like, there's four left, I was like, damn. Yeah. It's just so God much damn. stuff. <laughs> God damn. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's only four exams left. Hermione's bad mood has continued through the weekend. Uh, Tuesday is the Care of Magical Creatures exam, and Harry wants to do really well for Hagrid. Mm-hmm. And my sweet Hagrid is like watching through the window. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so yeah. Cute. And then they have to identify a gnarl, which that sounds so cute. It just sounds like a cute little hedgehog. I still have not seen a hedgehog here, but I want to see one so bad because they look so cute. I feel like here's the thing. There is no way most of the people taking this class are going to pass this test because there's no (laughs) way that. He's been better this year, though, Adam. Remember, his lessons (sighs) have been a bit better recently. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We'll never know. We'll never know for sure. We'll never know. But. He has been doing better, supposedly. Um, so, yeah, I like the little gnarls. I was like, oh, cute. Um, so when Harry finishes his exam, he gives a little thumbs up to Hagrid, basically, to kind of comfort him, mm-hmm. put his mind at ease. Um, so uh, astronomy, the like, what is it? The written examination is Wednesday morning and then they'll have the practical one in the evening because yeah, they apparently have to do it at 11 PM at night for whatever reason. It's Baby, not I'm dark enough at 10 PM. Baby, it's not I'm dark enough at bed. nine. Uh, especially after a full week of exams. Well, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, but it is like almost, it's basically June when they're taking this test. So it's like full. Oh, do you think it's, yeah, that's true. Sometimes this, it would be like 10 PM and it'd still be light out here. So maybe yeah. actually, I don't know. Uh, so in the afternoon on Wednesday, then they have the divination exam Mm -hmm. and both Harry and Ron do horribly, which they're not very surprised about (laughs) because they, they do make the point. They're like, we should have never taken this class in the first place. Like we're both rubbish at it. It's just, that was just always going to be the way. See, this Um, is, I, as Harry would have taken muggle studies so fucking fast for an easy a girl. Easy. Honestly, Ron should have done that too because he would could just be like, "Oh yeah, my dad tells me stuff about that." So yeah, common interest kind of yeah. you know. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. <clears throat> and also, I feel uh, like it would have given a chance to like have Joe do some like goofy like wizards. Yeah, getting muggle stuff. Yeah, muggle right. Stuff wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whoa missed opportunity for sure. That would have been so funny. Because Hermione um, takes it because they make fun of her. Yeah, for Hermione takes it. Yeah, it. yeah. 
which like I'm, like, I'm with Hermione, girl. I don't have to study. Yeah. I just show yeah. up. Yeah, I'm the the top student in the class because I'm like, the resource. Like I in like fourth and fifth grade info. when we had to learn Spanish and there were like kids who were yeah. like Hispanic in our class who were like, yeah, girl. OK, yeah. All <laughs> Take right. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so uh, the nighttime rolls around. They're taking their astronomy practical around midnight or just before midnight. Mm-hmm. When half a dozen people walk out of the castle and Harry kind of like redirects his telescope to see and then tries to get back to looking at the constellations. But he's very distracted by this because he can tell that these people are walking to Hagrid's hut and he's fairly confident that Umbridge is leading the charge. So there is a knock on the cabin door. They enter the cabin and Harry feels very uneasy about this. At this moment in my... On my audiobook, at it says, this moment, <laughs> as long as you're mine, uh, it says that Professor Marchbanks is behind him, but then the rest of the chapter it says Tofty. Oh, interesting. Is this, I mean, I, this they're probably both there, right? I don't know if it was. Do I you think just one one professor is leading it? Well, I was kind of confused because when the situation is happening, I don't hear Madame Marchbanks mentioned at all. And so I was like, that's a pretty big thing. Oh, no, it says happening. on 463, it says professors Marchbanks and Tofty strolled among them, watched as they entered the precise positions of the stars and planets they were observing. OK, well, that's really strange then, because she's like maybe because she's deaf. <laughs> she didn't. <hear>. Yeah, she, <laughs> she didn't hear anything. No idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I mean, it was like, yeah, it does I switch to mostly tough, like only Tofty the rest of the time. Yeah. Wow. She must have been having a grand old time. She just didn't hear anything. She didn't know anything that was going on. <laughs> I guess not. Um, okay. So uh, everyone, wa- the, this half a dozen people walk into Hagrid's hut. Harry is very uneasy about this. It doesn't I forgot seem- this whole scene happens. I knew this was coming. And I, when it was, when we were talking about the examinations, I was like, I'm pretty sure it's in this chapter. Yeah. Uh, But I didn't remember that. I couldn't remember why they all saw it. So the astronomy exam obviously is like the perfect way for them to have. Yeah. It's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The setup is really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Harry can feel Professor Marchbank, Marchbank's eyes like on the back of his head. So he tries to refocus and really you know go back to labeling his star chart but at that moment there is a very large roar that comes from the cabin so naturally everyone looks in the direction of the cabin hermione is now aware of what's happening Mm -hmm. and she can't rip her eyes away from the cabin until tofty reminds them that there's like only a a few minutes or like 20 minutes left or something like that Mm -hmm. to which hermione jumps and then tries (laughs) tries to get back to her her star chart as well. Uh, then there's a loud bang that comes from the grounds, which we can only deduce is also coming from the cabin. Yeah. Hagrid roars again and then rushes out of his cabin, followed by the half a dozen wizards who are all blasting stunning spells at him, trying to jinx him. Uh, but the spells, thankfully, are just bouncing off of him. 
Yeah. But then I literally, I was so, even though I've read this part before, when I was Mm -hmm. listening to this part, I was literally like taking my notes and was so tense. Yeah. Like as it was happening, I can like feel like the tightness in my chest a little bit now just talking about it. So Fang is trying to help Hagrid. And then one of the wizards stuns Fang. Okay. Now we're out for blood, girl. You shouldn't have messed with Fang. Because what, what we're not you? gonna do. Because what we're not gonna do is attack a damn dog. No, who is trying to protect his owner? Thank you. Who you tried to ambush in the middle of the night? Yeah. Gross. Um. So yeah, this guy messed up. He should not have stunned Fang. Hagrid is furious. Throws the man, and the man is just like knocked out. He does not get up again. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I said, "Yes, Hagrid, yes." I was like, Why? yeah, that's right. Can I Don't ask you touch my dog? What you think? What is the conversation that led to this? Because it's great visceral writing. Yeah. But Hagrid has already been like, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. And already has a plan of being like, then I can go help Dumbledore. Yeah. So I'm curious as to like what happened in the hut for it to get to this because this is oh. wild. They were definitely going to take him in, Adam. Like they were going to either take him to Azkaban. For, but for what? They were definitely going to take him in. I think that he was either going to be taken to Azkaban because they think that he's like essentially canoodling with whatever Dumbledore is doing. And so they're like, you're uh, uh, fraternizing with the enemy. Yeah, an accomplice. Sure. Um, or they were going to kind of use him to try and lure Dumbledore, Dumbledore out. out. So I just don't think it was like a you have to leave. I think yeah. it was like you're come and you're coming with you. You can't be here anymore and you're coming with us. Gotcha. Especially the fact that she had like half a dozen people with her like Yeah. Um so that's my theory is that they were like we're taking you surprise and tried to like jinx him basically and he was like Yeah, right. <laughs> Girl, I'm half giant. <laughs> that's not going to work on little old me. So at this moment as uh pretty much after they've like sun fang and hagrid knocks out the wizard that cast that spell yo he picks him up and throws him that's what it was yes that's what it was yeah he picks him up and throws him and he ain't wrong do not touch his dog that is crazy (laughs) i I would be so scared if i was one of these wizards i'd be like it's a yeah, and they a, are after this happens. None this. of them want to approach him. Yeah. So Ugh. at this moment, Minerva McGonagall on her own comes out of the castle. At this moment, it is mentioned that they have 16 minutes left for their exam. And girl, no one cares. <laughs> there is something else happening right now. Um, so Minerva McGonagall comes out, she's yelling, How dare you leave him alone? On what grounds are you attacking him? He's done nothing to warrant being attacked in his own home, blah, blah, blah. And then right at this moment, the Gryffindor girls all scream because she's struck by four stunning spells in the chest. And it says that she looks illum- she looks luminous, lifted right off her feet, then is like thrown to the ground, lands on her back and does not move because she was just hit with four stunning spells. So then Hagrid obviously is furious about this as well. And then he calls them all cowards and he just immediately knocks out the the wizards, the two wizards, like on either side of him. 
Like it's nothing. Also, Tofty even reacts to Minerva yeah. getting hit. Yes. Tofty's like, oh my gosh, that's outrageous. There wasn't even a warning. Yeah. Like horrible behavior. Um, which honestly, I did very, think that was very sweet that he was is, like, this is very like a cab energy. I was just going to say it reminds yeah. you of how cops behave in America, especially like during like, uh, like the riots and stuff when they would just like start attacking people who were like protesting or whatever. You just get the violence escalates yeah. so quick, quickly yeah. without any like Warning. trying to. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I did have a note of that. Thank you for saying that. I like skipped over it. Um, so Hagrid picks up Fang and runs off through the distant gates. Uh, Umbridge tries to send one last spell to hit him, but it just bounce, they just all bounce off of him. Yeah. Uh, which we find out why in this chapter as well. So Professor Tofty then clears his throat and says, five minutes to go. <laughs> So Harry, at this point, has only filled out two thirds of his chart. So he's like rushing to finish it. After the exam ends, they all run down the stairs to immediately talk about what just happened. Hermione is obviously furious at Umbridge. Ron makes the point that Hagrid did well, though, like at least, you know, he, he, d- he didn't really even seem to be affected by those. Yeah. And Hermione explains, well, the spells bounce off of him because he's part giant, because apparently spells just don't really... Uh, have the same impact on giants as they do on like fellow wizards. So she so says, all- I want to specify this. So she says, it'll be, it'll be his giant blood said Hermione shakily. It's very hard to stun a giant. They're like trolls really tough, but poor professor McGonagall, blah, blah, blah. So is it that just stunning spells don't really work on giants, but other magic does. I don't know if we have enough, information to deduce that because we don't really ever see a situation where Hagrid is really taken down by any spell like think about in the last book he's there the Death Eaters just have him but we never see anything really happening to him yeah Um, so I would guess it's any magic like they don't really like magic so but then I mean uh, what's her name Olymp. Olymp. She she was able to fight off the giants to get her and Hagrid out of there. So there's got to be some, but maybe that was more of like a distraction spell rather than mm. a straight up stunning spell. I don't know. We'll have to ask. We'll have Very, to ask. Just like you, you throw flames at them to make like how Frankenstein yeah, or Frankenstein's yeah. monsters like scared of fire. Yeah, just something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe they're afraid of fire or something like that. So. They're all kind of speculating, you know, like why she fired him. Hermione's like, oh, she just hates half half human people. She just doesn't like anyone that's not, you know, a full witch or wizard. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then she also points out she thought that uh, Haggard was putting the Nifflers in her office. And I was right. It was Lee Jordan. It was Lee Lee Jordan. Jordan's like, oh, shoot, that was me. They left me some. Fred and George just like left him a bunch of nifflers and they were like, just put some in Umbridge's office from time to time. It'll be fine. They basically all agree that she just would have found any reason to get rid of Hagrid. Like she was just looking for something. It doesn't matter that he wasn't actually the one that was putting the nifflers in her office. Uh, So they're very concerned about Minerva 
Um, and lavender is like still in, is like almost in tears talking about it. Colin Creevy says that they carried her back up to the castle, but she didn't look very well. So we don't know how she's doing. But Alicia Spinnett makes the point that Poppy will sort her out. And I was going to say, Poppy is not going to let her mini go out like this. Yeah, her best She's going to do everything she can. Her Judy. Exactly. Her Judy, her best Judy. Um, so the next day, the final exam, I don't know how it's like, okay, and, and now we're going to take another exam tomorrow. Crazy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> a teacher was so, just attacked at Hogwarts. What yeah, are you talking about? Two. Two teachers. Yeah. yeah. So the final exam, history of magic will be that afternoon. Harry's using the morning to study just a little bit more. He's exhausted. It's talking about how he is like really struggling to focus. So my question, Adam, is was this Voldy trying to get into his head that whole time? Like, is he like from afar trying to make him tired? Tap into his yeah. Well, just like that. What he's feeling the tiredness, but it's because he's feeling this kind of like energetic thing that's happening with Voldemort. I don't know. I just was curious because I was like. Are we supposed to believe that's hmm. him being affected by the situation or like the situation happened because he was kind of at this vulnerable space mentally in this vulnerable space mentally? I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, I, I read it as just like he was tired because of the excitement from last night. And so didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Get, like, they did have a final sleep. at freaking midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then obviously they didn't go to bed right after it was over. There was a yeah, bunch of yeah. adrenaline, I'm sure. Right. So I read it as like he was just tired. It's History of Magic, which she has set up in this book series as being like the absolute most boring thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it reminds me, It rem this. it's funny because in my brain, this scene and the one in book three when the final for Divination... When he's like looking mm -hmm. out the window and it's also very yeah. warm. They're very similar, so similar. energy. Yeah. Um, so I always get the mix up in my mind. Cause when it started, I was like, Oh, okay. Cause I think when I was reading book three, I was like, isn't there like, doesn't he have a dream yeah, it's or something? Very similar. But I mean, they're both, it's all, everything's a dream. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just assumed <sighs> it was like Voldemort felt Cause I don't know what Voldemort sees or how he's able to tap in, but he obviously the connection is strongest when Harry's sleeping. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if he just like sensed that Harry was asleep and he was like, well, now's my chance girl. But he isn't really asleep. Like this is the first time where it just, he's fully like, in the middle of the exam kind of closes his eyes and then he's in the corridor. Yeah. I guess I just assumed he had fallen asleep. That he fell that. asleep. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I did not interpret it that he fell asleep. I interpreted it as he was concentrating and then all of a sudden he was like elsewhere. I, I interpreted it as he fell asleep because all of the stuff leading up to it is all just like, it's supposed to feel Him like struggling to, yeah. Where it's like the sounds of the the heat from the sun, the sounds of the quills, the like yeah. 
he like says he like was just like staring at the back of Parvati's head and like yeah and like shaking himself. Yeah. All right. But well, listeners, maybe, tell us what you think. <laughs> um. So suddenly, whether he fell asleep or just closed his eyes, he's suddenly walking down a corridor again. He's in that circular room with all the doors, and then he goes through the second door into another room. From that room, he goes through a th- the third door, hurries down like a long aisle, and then there's a black shape there on the floor, and Harry sees a pale hand that is his own hand, basically, from his point of view, lift a wand, utter the Crucio curse, and then Harry sees Sirius look up at him, and he says, you'll have to kill me, to which Voldemort's like, oh, I will kill you, but you're going to get that that thing whatever it is you'll get it for me first mm-hmm. and then he basically continues torturing Sirius and then Harry's pulled out of this or woken up by his own scream as he falls out of his desk onto the floor in the middle middle of the examination and it said the room erupted around him yeah the great hall you think, erupted like, around him he, he screamed yeah Oh, visually. I was imagining vocally. Everyone was like, oh, I was imagining vocally, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Because it was like the idea of him screaming for everyone else to be like. I just thought that was kind of funny. The room Uh, scream, just like when you're in elementary school and the teacher turns off the lights to start a video and people scream. And it's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you screaming? And that's it. That's the chapter. We're so Close, close y'all. We're so close. There's 30, there's 38, 37. Also, I don't think we ever said it, but now we are officially halfway through. We're over halfway through the series now, aren't we? Yes. This, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, y'all. Great, Ari. Thanks for your all your good work today. <laughs> You're so welcome. Uh, We have a comment from our latest episode on Spotify. Don't forget, if you listen on Spotify, you can answer a question. Usually just the question is, what did you think about the episode? Uh, And so from last week's episode, Laura says, when my weeks don't start with you, I miss you. That's beautiful. (gasps) Oh, Oh, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Laura. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts, as well as video versions on the Ampliverse YouTube channel and on Spotify. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that we can get a perfect newt score. Five stars mm-hmm. only, or else you'll be hit in the chest with four stunning spells all at once, lifting you back off of oh. your feet and slamming you into the ground. No. But at least Poppy would take care of you then. Yeah, but then you'll get healed by Poppy. Best healer around. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HP Anxious or YouTube and TikTok at The Ampliverse. We are hosted on Spotify for podcasters, so thank you to them. And we are a proud member of The Ampliverse. Check them out at theampliverse.com. Thank you, Ari. Thank you, Adam. And as always, Knox. Knox.